Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. There's a uh, constant stream of news about financial assistance to small and medium-sized businesses uh, really happening now and it has been for some period of time during the COVID-19 pandemic. Today we're going to learn a bit more about the updates to the Federal Reserve Board's Main Street Lending Program. Hi everyone, this is Jim Mitchell and joining me today is one of the shareholders at Lavelle Law, Stephen McGalla. Uh, Stephen recently released his uh, banking and business monthly newsletter, which I recommend. We'll talk about a little bit later. And uh, he joins us today to discuss the aspects of the program. So um, thanks for being here. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do this. Let's start, start me off with a description of the Main Street lending program offered by the Fed. Sure. So uh, this program has been um, talked about for a while. It's I guess you can think of it as like the spiritual successor to uh, the PPP loan program because it's a you know, nationwide federal program that um, that the Federal Reserve Board is uh, implementing, and it really kind of operates through three different facilities where the Fed will purchase loans from participating banks uh, with respect to each of these three facilities, um, and really the whole program is geared to offering financial assistance to small and medium-sized businesses. Now, with the, these program loans, they're not uh, forgivable. I want to make that very clear. They're not forgivable mm-hmm. with respect to, um, or, or like the PPP loans were. Uh, these are more kind of typical conventional loans. But there's three different ty- kinds of facilities here that are being offered. One's called um, the Main Street New Loan Facility, and the other one's called the Main Street Priority Loan Facility. And then the final one, the third one, is uh, the Main Street Expanded Loan Facility. But, again, these are all kind of facilities that are um, being implemented uh, so you know, to provide financial assistance and, and loans to uh, small and medium-sized businesses. And as, as we look at the, the names of each of those, certain things jump out. We'll talk about each individually. But um, are, are there any commonalities across the board between the three facilities? Sure. Um, so they are all basically five-year uh, term in terms of the, the length of the loans, so five-year term. Um, mm-hmm. they, all, they have some pretty good features, too. They all have uh, the same feature with respect to interest deferral. So for the first year, there's no interest uh, that would have to be paid, and, and that, uh, that interest can be capitalized and added to uh, unpaid principal. So on all three of those facilities, uh, that's possible. Also, um, in addition to interest being deferred for the first year, there's a principal deferral for the first two years. So uh, the amortization schedule, uh, really, you don't have to start paying back principal until years three through five, and then there's kind of an amortization schedule uh, for years three through five. But for the first two years, uh, there's really no, no principal payment that's required at all. And then uh, uh, finally, uh, the big feature that they all share is uh, with respect to the interest rate, it's uh, LIBOR-based, um, plus 3%, and uh, lenders uh, cannot uh, impose any LIBOR-based floor, uh, or, uh, floor on the um, interest rate. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a floating rate uh, loan that's LIBOR plus 3%. 
And and as I said, we'll get into each of them. Before we do that, I just want to clarify too. I make sure we heard correctly that you know these loans made its funds made available by the Fed, but it goes to various loan institutions. So as a business, you can work through your bank or uh, local lender to to get one of these loans. Is that right? Right. So basically, uh, lenders have to uh, participate with the Fed. Uh, they have to you mm-hmm. know uh, be, be an eligible lender, so they have to you know sign up. With, through the Fed, and then the, the lenders make the loans to uh, eligible borrowers, and then the loans are then sold, uh, or what's called participation. Loans are then sold to the Fed, and, and the Fed um, will buy these loans. And I just recently okay. found out, even after I published the article, actually, that uh, the period for the Fed to uh, purchase these loans just got extended uh, through the end of this year. So that's going to be really helpful for these businesses. Very good. All right, so let's, let's dig into each of them a little bit deeper now. You, you mentioned uh, the different facilities. Let's start with the Main Street new loan facility, and what are some of the unique features of that? Right, so with the Main Street new loan, this, these are going to be the smaller loans. Uh, minimum loan size here is 250000 and there's a maximum loan size up to um, $35 million, the lesser really of $35 million or, or four times uh, adjusted 2019 EBITDA. So um, again, but the minimum loan size is 250,000. Um, they can be either secured or unsecured. So these loans can be, um, uh, you know, very flexible and then really kind of geared towards the, the smaller uh, end of, of, of the small and medium-sized businesses to which um, they are um, uh, benefiting. So um, one thing with respect to also these uh, smaller loans. Um, in terms of priority, uh, if there is collateral, uh, they cannot be contractually subordinated to any other um, uh, loan with respect to uh, collateral or security interests. So um, that's, that's really uh, kind of a key feature on all these loans, mm-hmm. actually, is that they cannot, cannot be contractually subordinated. But um, like I said, with, with respect to the new loan, uh, there, there can be no collateral or it can be either secured or unsecured, basically. So. That's a good thing. Okay. Now, when you talk about the priority loan facility, does this get into uh, a higher higher loan amount, or are there other differences here? Yeah. So they all these three of these kind of scale up, right? So you start off with mm-hmm. the new loans. Um, again, that that size ranges from 250 to the lesser of 35 million, or four times 2019 uh, uh, adjusted EBITDA, and then the priority loans kind of a middle middle size loan. Uh, for small businesses. Here, it's still the same minimum loan size, but now the uh, maximum loan size is, is increased. Now you're looking at the lesser of $50 million or six times adjusted 2019 EBITDA versus four times. Um, it has, again, a lot of the same features as the new loan with respect to you know interest uh, deferral and principal deferral, uh, same interest rate. The, the, the key difference uh, with this one, though, is um, with respect to collateral. And... Um, if there is any other secured loans that are out there with respect to uh, this borrower other than mortgage debt, then uh, this, this loan has to be secured uh, and it can't be unsecured. So okay. um, if, it's, and if it's secured by that same collateral, then it must be senior to or on the same priority level with the liens of the other creditors. And, and just like with the, um, the smaller loan, uh, it cannot be contractually subordinated either. So. So that's really kind of the, the okay. big difference with, between the smaller and the medium-sized loans is 
um, it has to be uh, secured if there's any other secured loans out there with respect to that borrower. And uh, during your introduction, I think you mentioned that the term is the same on all of these five years. So um, take us then into the uh, expanded loan facility and uh, kind of walk us through the characteristics of that. Right. So uh, with, the, with an expanded loan facility, these, these are really kind of for, for larger businesses. Um, here the minimum loan size is now $10 million, and it goes up to the lesser of $300 million or six times 2019 adjusted EBITDA. And, and really the purpose of this facility is to fund increases uh, to certain kind of previously existing secured or unsecured term loans or uh, revolving uh, loans. Uh, that were originated, they have to be originated before April 24th, 2020, by adding kind of new increments or what they call tranches onto the existing debt. So again, these are really kind of more for upsizing or increases to existing debt that originated uh, before April 24th, 2020, and these are going to be you know, again larger amounts of loans. Minimum loan size will be 10 million. Uh, Attorney Stephen McGall is with me today on Chicago's Legal Latte. We're getting uh his in-depth review of the Federal Reserve Board's Main Street Lending Program. Uh, and as you might expect, there's a great many details that we're just not going to get into today. So let me uh, encourage you to first visit Stephen's profile, LavelleLaw.com. And from there, you can link to recent articles uh, on this topic and then others. And um, as I mentioned, he uh, authors on a monthly basis uh, a newsletter, Banking and Business Monthly, where topics like this are discussed, and you can subscribe to that from the website as well. You uh, can always give a call to Lavelle Law at 847-705-7555, talk about matters like this and others. Um, obviously, Stephen, a number of businesses are in need of financial support here in, in 2020. You know, information like this is, is very critical. Um, for someone who might be listening, hearing some of this information, what about, you know, any limitations on the types of companies that can borrow or participate in this program? Are there any? Yeah, there are. Um, you, you know, the program talks about eligible borrowers, and um, there's, so, there's certain criteria that ha- have to be satisfied. Uh, first, you know, we're talking really about um, U.S. Uh, borrowers, so borrowers that are, you know, owned by, uh, that are U.S. majority owned. Um, companies that are, you know, established in the U.S. and, and whose owners are, 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 you know, the majority of the owners are, are, are U.S.-based entities. Uh, also, um, the majority of the employees have to be U.S.-based as well. Um, and again, these are really for established businesses, so they have to be established prior to March 13, 2020. Uh, they cannot be ineligible under the SBA's regulations in implementing the PPP loans. So if you look at those regulations, there's kind of a whole list of what, um, uh, which borrowers are not eligible businesses. So it kind of piggybacks onto that. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to have 15,000 employees or fewer or had, have 2019 annual revenues of $5 billion or less. So, again, they want to kind of cap the size of these borrowers, and, and um, so, you know, this is really more towards the smaller and medium-sized companies that would be eligible for these loans. And uh, the final criteria is um, they have to uh, be in sound financial condition prior to the onset of, of, of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So, again, established businesses that were, you know, uh, fairly credit-worthy at the time um, you know, before uh, COVID hit. So uh, that's, that's, that's the kind of... Um, borrowers that uh, the program is looking for. 
And you, I think I heard you mention something earlier. Let's go back. I don't know if it's the same same reference point or not, but um, can can a loan be used? You know, can you get loans and then refinance existing debt that you might have already had through another loan? Yeah, with the priority loan facility, I, I know for sure that you you can't do that. That was a uh, recent uh, fact that came out that was updated. So priority loan proceeds can't be used to finance refinance. Uh, refinance existing debt that is outstanding and owed to uh, that uh, lender. That lender, okay. Uh, let's talk about the lender side of things for a minute. Um, again, you you alluded to a, a couple of things in in the introduction there in terms of what they can or cannot do with rates. Um, you know, what what's the uh, sort of the parameters that the lenders need to work under? Right. Um, the uh, interest rate is a floating rate, so it's a, a LIBOR, which is the London Interbank offering rate uh, that uh, could be a one or three month uh, rate and that's uh, public publicized you know um, and, and widely available it's it's a kind of a base uh, base um, rate and then uh, you would add three percent onto that as a premium so it'd be LIBOR plus three percent and uh, again the uh, lenders cannot charge a floor so if LIBOR is you know at or near zero then the rate's going to be you know just above three percent so there's no uh floor really that uh, the lenders can can uh set the rate at it's a it's a floating rate okay and then before i let you go uh you, you reference uh the the ppp that um you know so many people had focused on for a couple of months that had certain deadlines had uh, also limited funds that were available so people were trying to make sure they got in on that what about these programs are there just a limited amount available? Are there deadlines? What should uh, potential uh, borrowers know? Yeah, um, the, the the banks are uh, the program's up and running. So uh, I would encourage all the businesses that are interested to contact uh, their bankers and and see if their lenders or see if if their banks are um, eligible lenders under the program to be able to make these loans. And um, you know, if that's the case, then they can go ahead and, and, and get the um, paperwork going. Um, the Fed's window for purchasing these loans, uh, as I think mentioned earlier, um, just got extended through the end of the year. So, um, you know, we got some time here to get these loans made and to get the underwriting for, for the lenders to get their underwriting done. So, um, yeah, I think it's, um, you know, just another uh, tool uh, for, um, you know, the federal government to try to help help out these uh, businesses who are, you know, continue, continuing to struggle uh, amid the pandemic. Well, for those businesses who need a little help and guidance, uh, Stephen McGowan at Lavelle Law, uh, I give him a call, 847-705-7555, lavellelaw.com. I thank uh, Stephen for being here today. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back with another episode shortly. Thanks very much.